The term metaphysics in its classical or traditional sense derives from a collective title given by editors and translators to a collection of 14 books written by Aristotle dealing with subjects to which Aristotle gave titles such as first philosophy, first science, wisdom, and theology. In contrast to Aristotle's physics that the ancients saw as dealing with the changing nature of reality, the subject matter of these books by Aristotle was seen by the ancients as dealing with non-changing aspects of reality. Thus, the subject matter of metaphysics traditionally has been being in its unchanging aspects, plus the first causes or reasons for this being and their relationships between being and its reason for being. Gradually in the Christian era, as many questions of being became intertwined with Christian theology and as the branch of philosophy known as physics became sciences such as physics, chemistry, biology, and so forth, to metaphysics, uh, metaphysics became the dumping ground for the contemplation of the many questions raised by theology and the sciences that could not be answered scientifically or for which non-believers wanted purely rational answers. Questions such as, why is there something instead of nothing? What is real and what is not? Is there a reality outside the mind? What is the mind? What is sense experience? What are ideas? Is there a mind-body distinction? Is the body a physical substance distinct from the mind, or are they both simply ideas in the mind? Is there free will? What, does, what is the cause of reality? What, is, what does causation mean? What does cause and effect mean, and so forth? Almost any rational question contemplating the nature and relationships that make up reality uh, used to have a metaphysical component, and thus in both the medieval and in early modern philosophy, metaphysics became a catch-all description for almost all philosophical questions about the general nature of reality. As a result, in the late medieval and early modern philosophy, the term ontology was developed by philosophers to name a subfield of metaphysics contemplating solely what was probably the original subject of metaphysics, the study of being, what exists. In ontology, the metaphysical questions ask only whether something exists. The question is not so much whether I exist, I know I exist, but what is this I that exists? Is saying that I exist the same as saying the number seven exists? Do numbers exist in the same way that humanity exists? Is the class of all chairs with four legs as real as a chair with four legs? How is it meaningful to say Pegasus does not exist if Pegasus does not exist? Must not Pegasus exist in order to contemplate its existence or non-existence? As a worker dealing with daily survival in life, you can imagine that in the modern world in which much of classical or traditional metaphysics has become sciences such as physics, chemistry, biology, and the engineering sciences, these type of questions can lead and do lead to libraries of abstract verbiage that say nothing, that lead further to libraries of abstract ver verbiage whose only usefulness is to keep very intelligent, power-seeking people busy and fighting over academic tenure and thus not fighting for political and social power over workers. Workers must realize, appreciate, and understand that this is a good and valuable use in itself. Keeping the Napoleons, Hitlers, and Stalins of the world busy fighting over tenure in some stuffy academic institution 
in which their will to power will be relatively harmless is useful, and thus metaphysics and ontology branches of philosophy are still meaningful. However, and furthermore, both ontology and metaphysics do have meaning outside this practical use, including pragmatic meaning, despite critics claiming they do not. On the one hand, if workers apply the philosophy of language discussed in my Philosophy of Language podcast to ontological and metaphysical questions, workers, workers can see that much of this criticism of ontological and metaphysical questions as being meaningless are sound and valid. In fact, much if not most of modern ontology and metaphysics is now called meta-ontology or meta-metaphysics, arguing as to whether these terms and the questions they ask are meaningful. But such should not lead to rejection of all ontology and metaphysics by workers. To say that we cannot answer any metaphysical questions is to make a metaphysical statement. It is the same as saying there is no absolute truth, thus stating an absolute truth. A statement saying there are no metaphysical truths is a metaphysical truth. We know for certain there is one true answer to the ontological question of what exists. I exist. However, unlike academics, in order for workers to remain on solid footing on metaphysical and ontological contemplation, we must remember and constantly keep in mind the duality of the nature of language. The meaning of words are their usefulness, except for those words whose meaning are existential. I exist, therefore I think. Applying this duality will aid you in understanding both the substance and essence of all metaphysical and ontological questions, and of respecting both the questions asked and any answers.